It's summer weather out there. I guess the official start of summer isn't until later on this month, but it's definitely summer. we got temperatures in the 80s while I'm recording this. So this is a good time to talk to Monica Jones, the safety press officer of the PA Department of Transportation. There are some driving laws that we either don't know well enough about or we're ignoring, including one on headphones that I was telling people at home last night all about. This is Producer Russ. Episode 5 of the Bo and More PA Podcast starts now. With us is Monica Jones. She's the safety press officer of the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, Engineering District 9 out of Hollidaysburg. It's so great to have you with us today, Monica. Thank you. It's great to be with you. I have to admit, as somebody who believes himself to be a safe driver, I realize that I violate some things that I shouldn't. And I'm sure, Monica, that there's a lot of our listeners out there that aren't aware of some of these laws because, you know, some of these are are probably fresh on the books, just have been out for the last few years, I assume, right? Even I have learned a few things. I think it's interesting that the PennDOT safety offices in Harrisburg and their counterparts, which is me, we talk talk about these things, but we actually go through and take a look, a look at some newer laws on the books and some not well-known mm-hmm. to decide which ones we want to promote. First law, the move-over law, is one of the ones that you described that just came on the books in the last couple of years. Yeah, the move-over law. And there are things in here that I didn't realize, but this is important to outline to the public. It is, it is, and it originally started, people might be familiar with its former name, it was called the Steer Clear Law, Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, state police decided to change the name to Pennsylvania's Move Over Law, and it requires drivers approaching the scene of an accident who are unable to safely merge away to go around it as far as possible, even as far as going into that other lane. So if you're driving in a two-lane road or even on a one-lane road Mm -hmm. and there is an accident scene off to your right, this law requires that you move as far to the left as possible and slow down. I think this is the part that is really important. Mm -hmm. Slow down to at least 20 miles per hour less than the posted speed limit Mm -hmm. to safely clear that accident scene, give emergency responders and vehicles their safe distance to be able to handle whatever emergency or accident they might be dealing with. Absolutely. And of course, you know, this is common sense. I mean, this is this is what we've been trained as. But I know I've seen examples where people have not done this. You know, laws should be enforced on the books on this because sometimes <laughs> sometimes there's people not driving with that common sense. Well, that's precisely why they've enacted this law. Like you said, you think it's common sense, but unfortunately there are many drivers out there who continue to do what they want and disobey rules and I think at some point this was probably just a courtesy, you know, Mm -hmm. a common sense thing. You move around an accident. If someone's on the side of the road changing a tire, you move away so that he doesn't get hit. Mm -hmm. Um, But unfortunately, there's been so much of that that this officially needs to be a law. And a person can actually get fined. The new point system was created, and if you are caught not following this law, near the scene of an accident, you can be fined $500, $1,000 for a second offense, and up to $2,000 for a third or subsequent offense. 
and you'll get your driver's license suspended for 90 days. So mm. it's very important. Right. One that um, I actually hadn't thought of myself, but now that I'm reading it, it makes complete sense. It is the hearing impairment devices law, which prohibits any driver from wearing or using one or more headphones or earphones while driving behind the wheel. And a lot of people might think, why would anyone be wearing headphones? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of hands-free phone devices, you put your, your earphones in, you talk safely, you have your hands on the wheel, but you are not able to hear ambient sound around you right. when your ears have headphones in them. So this law requires that you have at least one ear free if you're using that kind of device to be able to hear other traffic, to be able to hear a train or their signals or anything else, an ambulance that needs to go by you. You need to be aware of what's going on. You can't be so occupied on your headset device that you don't hear what's going on around you. So this law prohibits that. It does not prohibit the use of a hearing aid or other device for improving hearing. Mm -hmm. So that's okay for folks who have a hearing device that helps them hear. This is just for the straight headphone that you would put into a cell phone or uh, an mp3 player that sort of thing this is interesting because as we've seen so many improvements in technology over the years that this improvement in technology with you know different devices to be able to hear music and different types of things like that it's 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 not good for driving sometimes and i think people need to realize that understand that you're absolutely right the technology is there, they're light, they're fun, they give you great audio quality, but that's for a different setting. Right. When you're in your vehicle, you can hear music through your radio in the car, but wearing those ultra-concentrated sound devices in your ears is just not practical, mm. especially when you might be trying to find some place. You also can't hear your children in the back or mm. other things going on in your vehicle. If your vehicle makes some sort of noise indicating there's a problem with it, you can't hear it. So we really just, really just want to stress how much you need to concentrate on the road. Young drivers might particularly be interested in wearing headphones and earbuds. And that's not a good thing to start to teach them either. So we want to start young drivers off well with common sense and smart driving techniques. Absolutely. We have a couple more that I would like to cover here. First of all, traffic control signals. For some people, you know, we've said this all the time, for what might be seemingly something that's simple common sense for one person may not be the same for another person, but there are some traffic control signal laws, too, which people should be aware of. Absolutely, and I think one of the things that you might be talking about, we've had a couple of things happen in, I think, just the past year Mm -hmm. regarding flashing signals and that turning lane where the turning arrow flashes yellow and some other flashing signal indicators that have gone on the books. The flashing yellow signal rule requires that when a traffic control signal is flashing red, you should treat that like a stop sign. You have to come to a complete stop at that flashing red light before you can proceed. When it's flashing yellow, you can proceed through the intersection with caution. Mm -hmm. But we want to make sure people understand that it's not just a throughway that you can drive completely through without stopping and checking 
to the left, to the right, wherever, to make sure that the road is clear. Because traffic on the other side, like you said, might not understand or think. They might just assume he's going to stop and Mm -hmm. I can blow through here. Well, he might have the same thought on his mind that you do. So you really have to be cautious of what your traffic light color is. If it is red, you must stop. Mm. And if it's yellow, you can slowly proceed with caution. And that is exactly that is exactly how I feel when I've been in that circumstances sometimes. I have to tell you, when I see that flashing yellow, I get nervous because, again, you cannot assume that somebody that's coming another way necessarily understands you know what's what's going on whether that's a flashing red or a flashing yellow that he or she may have how many times car accidents where it's not the fault of the driver but of the other person that causes the accident so that does concern me and i think it's good for people to be aware of this too absolutely and if if you're ever in any situation where you are in doubt like yourself you're not sure, it is always best in those situations Mm -hmm. to come to a complete stop just to err on the side of caution and make sure that those opposing traffic drivers don't hit you. You can still control what you do Mm -hmm. and make sure that you feel comfortable before you proceed. Seatbelt laws. Always, I mean, this has been something throughout the years which was very controversial, but now it seems as if everybody is much more accepting of this. But when it involves our children, when it involves the safety of our kids, this is very important that people understand some rules and regulations. It is. And to your point, it has been a hard-fought battle yeah. to make folks understand the seriousness of riding in a vehicle, driving a vehicle, Without a seat belt, I know when I started at the department, they made us watch videos mm-hmm. of what can happen to a person who's bouncing around the inside of a vehicle when they don't wear a seat belt. Mm-hmm. And the pictures are grim. It is, it's very stark to see just how much movement can happen, dangerous movement can mm-hmm. happen inside of a car. So... We finally have a Pennsylvania seatbelt law on the books that requires drivers and passengers under 18 years of age to buckle up, and that's in any passenger seat in the car, whether Mm -hmm. it's the front passenger, rear passenger seats, or even, we like to call it the way back, the second, third row of a vehicle that has seatbelts. You must have a seatbelt on Mm -hmm. in any of those positions, and if you have too many people in your vehicle, for a seatbelt to accommodate each of those people that is also against the law. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's very valuable for people to know. And as somebody who's lived an experience where a seatbelt saved his life, this is something that is very, very important to me. And again, with these laws on the books, it's, it's just something that people really need to recognize, especially when it comes to our children. Absolutely. There are several models of car seat out there and ones for different sizes, infant children, toddlers, mid-range ages from four to eight because Mm -hmm. the Pennsylvania primary child passenger safety law requires that any child must be properly restrained in a child safety seat that's been approved for that child's height, weight, 
an age range. Mm-hmm. Whether they're an older child in an appropriate booster seat or an infant in a car seat, you have to read the instructions and understand that rear-facing car seats and front-facing car seats are so critical to their tiny little frames at mm-hmm. that age. So many accidents and fatalities have been avoided Mm -hmm. because children are properly restrained in a car. And it's so important with more cars on the road, more possible distractions for drivers, make sure your children are safe. Well said. Important information. This next one is, is a bit of an obscure one. I know people see it's called the wipers on, headlights on Mm -hmm. law. For those of us who are familiar with driving on the turnpike, you go through those tunnels, you get that sign off to the side a little ways back that says, turn on headlights, remove sunglasses. Well, this is kind of a similar thing, only it has to do with the windshield wipers. If there is any kind of inclement weather, whether it's continuous or intermittent, when you turn on your windshield wipers, the law requires that your headlights and wipers are on together. Mm-hmm. And that's just a precautionary thing so that, you know, when it's raining or if it's foggy or snowing and sleeting, we want to make sure that vehicles around you can see you and that you can see other vehicles. Mm-hmm. Your windshield wipers are on, again, to clear debris, clear snow, clear rain, to keep your visibility as good as it can be and for other drivers to see you. So that's one that was kind of obscure that hasn't been brought out to reinforce lately, so we thought we'd feature that. Monica Jones, Safety Press Officer, Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, District 9 in Hollidaysburg. Thanks so much for what you do and really enjoyed this today. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Bo and More PA Podcast. Producer Russ, check back right here for more information, more news, more interviews with people throughout the community. It is the Bo and More PA Podcast.